It's game day, and this is the home of Scottish football. It's Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Good afternoon and welcome to Clyde One Super Scoreboard On a big day of League and Cup action The Championship takes centre stage in the 3 o'clock games Before the Scottish Cup quarter-finals kick off Hearts host St Mirren later Before Rangers look to bring their European form to the domestic game at Dundee tomorrow Motherwell and Hibs are also out for a place in the semis tomorrow Before Celtic or Dundee United complete the draw on Monday I'm Gordon Duncan Joining me this afternoon Gordon Diel, Mark Wilson and Hugh Keevans Rangers have lifted Scottish football's Reputation with their result and performance Over Red Star Belgrade On Thursday night Now they have to face Those Scottish Cup quarterfinals Spread over three days And we've got new leaders in the championship Climbed to the summit last night With a 3-0 win over Air United Can our broth replace them With a win at Inverness Cali Thistle This afternoon Patrick Thistle have games at hand They're not out of the promotion race yet But they'll need to overcome Morton at Capital And that result Could affect the GBX At 6 o'clock Boom Boom Bowie Is on edge for the mighty ton (laughs) Yeah we have to wait a wee bit For the quarterfinals to take place And there will be some good fixtures in that But in the meantime The Championship takes centre stage And last night Watched the game Kilmarnock we said With Derek McInnes had a real chance of promotion and they're certainly showing that just now up to our broth to, to bounce back and try and get to the top of the table and lots to play for in that division and the other ones this afternoon interesting three days ahead obviously all uh, eyes will focus on the, the, the Scottish Cup Gordon some really good ties there to be played Hearts and St Man start off tonight at Tynecastle but today is all about the championship and uh, the boys are out there at the grounds I've been there you get some exciting football in the championship you, looking forward to it are you having that Dazzler? No Quarterfinals spread over three days Yeah it's about It's, it's not in the, in the times as well Tynecastle tonight Eight o'clock Is it round about that You know And then tomorrow Up at uh, Dens And Celtic Up at Tannadice On uh, Monday But by Tuesday We'll know who the <laughs> semi-final is Talk about it being The business end of the season Though Hugh We declared it last week Very much with a, a League focus Eight games to go In the Premiership There's also place At Hamden at stake Again yeah. that, that falls into that Business end of the season bracket Rangers fresh off A big Europa League game Going for a place in the quarter-finals Straight yeah. into a, a quarter-final of the Scottish Cup If they get to the quarter-finals Of the Europa League They'll then follow that up with a, a semi-final That's the type of scheduling that goes on at this time of the season Well Rangers can now dare to dream And uh, James Tavernier and Giovanni Van Bronckhurst Have dared to dream They're talking about The possibility of Rangers winning a European trophy what a boost that would be for Scottish football But there's still the romance of the Cup And Rangers haven't won the Scottish Cup for a long time It's 10 years since uh, Hearts last won it And they've got St Mirren tonight 35 years since St Mirren last won the Scottish Cup Celtic used to win it every season And now they're looking to get it back again for Ange Postacoglu So it's a nice mix of dreaming about Europe and Living in your own world here Yes, there's a lot to look forward to On the Scottish Cup front There's a lot to look back on I don't think you Rangers fans have got over Thursday night already We'll have the open line later on All the usual nonsense On a Saturday afternoon as well So strap yourselves in You can stay in touch all afternoon At Clyde SSB on Twitter I'll give you the nod when you can pick up the phone And in the meantime We should start by going around the grounds Because we do have big games In the Championship and beyond this afternoon Let's start in Hamilton 
uh, taking on Dunfermline today and Fraser Wishart is there. I am. I'm in Hamilton. Last time I was here, Aki's were actually a Premier Division club and Pars have had their spells in the top flight as well. We know they are a big club in Scottish terms and where the focus tends to be on both Kelly, etc. The top of the Championship, things becoming very tasty and interesting at the bottom for these two as David Friel's going to watch Queen of the South. They've strung a few good results together in recent weeks and two sides here who have lost their ambitions in fighting relegation but here we are and this is a huge game for them both. City Aki's relegated from the Premiership last season and they've found it hard going in this uh, term in the Championship Dunfermline fancy by many to win the division but neither have performed consistently and it's surprising look at the players in both squads and I think that shows they should be doing better but here we are in March with 7 points between Aki's and 8th and Dunfermline at the bottom and the Pars have a game in hand so a win for them would be crucial to bringing Aki's into the relegation equation and even the likes of Morton and Air United as well but on the other hand a win for Aki's will increase the gap to 10 points and with 7 games to go they'd be almost out of sight for Dunfermline Dunfermline haven't won in 4 and they'll have to perform better. But then many players with top experience, Ambrose, Dorns, Lawless, Dow, so much top-level experience, I bet they need them all to play today. And Farakis, rightly, great reputation for bringing through youngsters in recent years, but like to find a lot of experienced players, but too many draws since the turn of the year, and they know they have to win today to really go a long way to secure safety. Fine lines, but so much to play for today. I'm just hopeful that we get a few goals. Two changes for Hamilton Aki's from last week. Ryan and Mimno drop to the bench. Brown and Hamilton come in. They line a 4-3-3 formation. Ryan Fulton's in goals. Steve Lawson, Mihail Popescu, Dan O'Reilly and Kieran McDonald at the back. Ellis Brown, Jamie Hamilton and Lewis Spence in midfield with Josh Mullen and Kai Kennedy either side of the main striker, David Moyo. Jamie Smith, Brian Easton, Andy Ryan, Lewis Smith, Ronan Hughes, Regan Mimno, Andrew Winter and Matthew Shields are the substitutes. Just one change from the Ferland. They played well against the Proth last week, although they lost. Graham Dorns is out completely and uh, Liam Polworth comes into his place as the number 10. Jakob Stolarczyk is in goals. Aaron Comney, Cole Donaldson, Effie Ambrose and Josh Edwards at the back. Two sitting midfield players, Dan Pybus and Joe Chalmers, Stephen Lawless, Liam Polworth and Ryan Dow behind the lone striker, Kevin O'Hara. Neil Alexander, Lewis Martin, Nikolai Todorov, Rhys Breen, Lewis McCann, Paul Allen, Dom Thomas, Matt Todd and Rhys Cole are the subs and the referee today at Hamilton is Greg Aitken. Yes, looking forward to that. Last time Gordon Dale was in Hamilton, it was the, the Palace, the nightclub, wasn't it? So it's, you've, it's been a bit yeah, longer yeah, since you were there. Yeah, had a good record in there um, as well. So <laughs> Fraser's looking forward to the visit of Dunfermline this afternoon on the dance floor, I assume is what he means. Uh, let's go to Capelo. I like the look at that one, Roger Hanna. Yes, so do I. Gordon, it's a huge day for the Jags. Eight points now behind leaders Kilmarnock, but they've got two games in hand and a trip to Rugby Park is just two weeks away. So their destiny very much in their own hands. They've had back-to-back 1-0 home wins in the last week against Inverness, Cali Thistle and Queen of the South. With defender Kevin Holt, he was the unlikely match winner in both games. Ian McCall, if you remember, was manager here at Capital. Wait for this, Gordon, 22 years ago, and he knows the importance of a win for the Jags back at the tail of the bank today. He's freshening things up this afternoon. Three changes from the side that beat QS on Tuesday. In come Kel Turner, Cammy Smith and Brian Graham, who were all sent on as substitutes at 0-0 and helped turn the game in Partick's favour. So they have Jamie Sneddon in goal as a back four, Kieran McKenna, Lewis Mayo, Kevin Holt and Richard Foster. Midfield, Kel Turner, the skipper Ross Doherty and Stuart Bannigan. And then up top, Cammy Smith, Brian Graham and Ali Jakubiak. On the bench, McCready, Bell, Murray, Akinola, Crawford, Allegria, Stanway and Henry. As for Morton, five wins and four draws. 
and, and their 11 games under Dougie Emery. It sounds an impressive points haul, and it is, but they're still looking over their shoulders after that 3-0 defeat at Dumfries last Saturday. Listening to Fraser talking about Hamilton versus Dunfermline, Queen of the South of a home game again today against Wraith. So I think Morton and Dougie Emery will be keeping one eye on those fixtures because they're not safe yet. He starts today, Jack Hamilton in goal as a back three. Michael Ledger's back in the team with Alan Lithgow and Oysen McIntyre. Five across the midfield, Jamie Brandon, the skipper Kyle Jacobs, Reese Lyon, Ian Wilson and Lewis Strab. And up top it's Gozi Ugwu and Gavin Riley on the bench. By South, Muirhead, McGrattan, King, Easdale, Russell, Hines and McGregor. The referee is David Monroe and there has to be a word for the Morton ground staff because with all the rain, with all the bad weather we've had, this is as good a pitch as I have seen in weeks. Glad to hear it, it's that time of the season, certain surfaces are struggling, good to hear that's not the case. Uh, at Capelo Morton against Partick Thistle Good local game for us in the Championship certainly And uh, Jags fans in particular looking upwards Trying to get in amongst the mix at the top of the table Been an interesting time for Morton since Dougie Emery took over there as well So that's an absolute cracker We've already given you Hamilton against Dunfermline Morton, Partick Thistle as you've just heard uh, Let's head south Let's go to QOS as Mark Wilson once christened them They take on Wraith Rovers David Friel is there yeah, Gordon, QOS. This is the first time down here for a wee while, but this is a dress rehearsal really for the upcoming SPFL Trust Trophy final, but today the two teams are chasing completely different targets for Queen's. As Fraser said, it's all about survival and pulling away from Dunfermline at the bottom. For Wraith, it's about that final playoff spot, and it looks like a straight fight between them and Inverness Cali Thistle right now. Queen's have been in decent form since Willie Gibson took over from Alan Johnson last month. He's taken seven points from four league games and also guided Queen's to that final. By chance, it will be Wraithy facing that game on April the 3rd at Airdrie. Queen's midweek lost the party. That was Gibson's first as manager, but he expects his team to bounce back today. He's made a couple of changes. It looks like a 4-4-2 for Queen's. Joshua Obeng goals. I think Willie Gibson will play it right back with Dara Connor. Ewan Easton, Alex Cooper making up the rest of the defence. Across midfield, Max Johnson, Shea Gordon, Josh Todd and Rory Payton with Innes Cameron and Ali Roy up front. Subs for Queen's are Cowie, DeBio, Joseph McKechnie and Diti. Following Henderson and Suarez Jr. For Rafe arriving, Dumfries badly needing a league win. It's looking back, Gordon, it's amazing. They've actually gone 11 championship games without winning, stretching all the way back to early December. You know, it's been a terrible run. At one stage, I think early in this season, John McGlynn's side, they play such nice football, were viewed as title contenders, but that dream died a long time ago. They lost 4 0 to Air United last weekend and really needed to arrest this slide today if they're going to take that playoff spot before Inverness Cali. But they don't have the problems to seek today. They've only named 14 players in total. Sorry, 15, only four subs. Um, likes of Reagan Tumulty, Ross Matthews, Liam Dick and Ethan Ross are all missing from the squad completely. So I'm just trying to work out how they're actually going to play because there's a lot of strikers in this Wraith team, so I think they're going to go for it today. Looks like a back four. Sorry, Jamie McDonald in goals. Looks like a back four of Frankie Massonda, Kyle Benedictus, Christoph Perra and Sean Mackey. Aidan Connolly, Ben Williamson, Sam Stanton and Jamie Gullen across the middle with Matej Paplatnik and Ethan Varion up front. The subs for Wraith are Thompson, Mackay, Arnott and Young. And the referee at Palmerston is David Dickinson. Looking forward to that one there as well. Queen of the South taking on Wraith Rovers. David Friel will keep us up to speed on everything that's happening down there. What about the top of the table? Dave Galloway has an absolute cracker in store. It's at the Caledonian Stadium. It's Inverness against our broth, Dave. 
Yeah, Gordon, really, really looking forward to this one. It's uh, very windy. The pitch isn't looking great. We've had some heavy rain, but uh, perfect day for Scottish football. You could say a huge match for both teams. Inverness, after such a strong start to this season with six wins and a draw in the first uh, seven championship games, uh, they've now gone 11 in a row without victory. They'll be desperate for three points to reinvigorate their promotion playoffs bid. They're right on the fringes of that now, having been in a, a really commanding position uh, a number of weeks back. Boss Billy Dodds insists confidence in his camp uh, remains high. When I spoke to him this week, he was as uh, bouncy and ever effervescent and uh, optimistic as always. Um, as for our broth, it'd be very interesting to see how they respond to Kilmarnock overtaking them at the top last night, as we touched on at the top of uh, the show. Um, a win would put them back into first place, of course, and that is a, a huge uh, prize for Dick Campbell and his men. And um, Dick Campbell has rubbished any talk um, of the title pressure uh, getting to them, but uh, at least when I spoke to him this week, I got him to admit um, that uh, the Red Lichties are actually going for the title. He's always steadfastly insisted, oh, we're, we're only interested in staying in the division. So, um, <laughs> yes, they are going for the title. I think that is plain for everybody uh, to see. Let's take a look at the teams then. A couple of changes for Inverness, firstly. <clears throat> Sutherland and Hardy, a big pardon, coming in for Pearson and uh, Samuels. It's Mackay in goals. At the back, Carson, Broadfoot, Devine and Dees. Uh, McAleer and Welsh, the sitters. Further forward, Sutherland, Doran and Hardy with Mackay up front leading the line. It's uh, Ridgers, Duffy, Harper, Pearson, Walsh, Chalmers, Samuels and Hyde on the bench for Inverness, Cali Thistle. As for our both, two changes for them as well. It's Thompson and Whiten in for Lynn and Henderson. <coughs> Gaston in goals it is then. It's Stewart, Little, O'Brien and Colin Hamilton at the back. Midfield, Thompson, Gold, Chris Hamilton and McKenna. And up top, another Hamilton, Jack Hamilton and Whiten. The subs for the Red Lichties today, Antel, Lowe, Hilson, uh, Lynn, Donnelly, Ford, Bakari and Cregan. And your match referee here in the Highlands is Ewan Anderson. Lots of Hamiltons in the Arbroath team as always, Hugh. That should be a cracker because it's not too often that Arbroath have had to come from yeah. behind Kilmarnock, if you like. Does that shift the pressure they've been leading for yeah. a while? And, and granted, it is, it's still a game in hand, but maybe a different psychological test. Even though... Inverness have failed to win any of their last 10 games I still think that the pressure is on our broth Because it can be a difficult place to go Billy Dodds is desperate for a result for Cali Thistle And can our broth handle it all? We'll find out very soon uh, Such is the way of social media I've seen various debates uh, springing up this week Mark as to how good an achievement it would actually be for our both rival fans sort of saying I don't know if it is as much as everyone's making out people are over exaggerating the fairy tale our both fans are hitting back and explaining hmm. about how Dick Campbell takes over when they're in League 2 and certain members of the squad have been there since League 2 and yeah. added more in League 1 and so on um, it's so close now I know the priority as Dave Galloway says for so long they spoke about staying in the division but it's, it's a handful of games to go uh, Yeah And this is where It does get difficult For these players Because they've never Really been in the position Where they've had to handle pressure Probably in their career Or expectation um, You know They're both fans now 
expect him to go to Inverness and win and that's a whole different pressure and when you get to how many games remaining eight games remaining or something like that then it really can start to tell so big afternoon for our both but I fancy them up there so in the week when it was all about Red Star now it's all about the Red Lichties no, that one down That'll be a question And beat the pundit soon for you I've, I've got that I've got that stored away. You missed the Gable Endies During I, the week no, Did I you not? That. I got that Did I you? you. Uh, Mark will oh, you uh, verify yeah, that yeah, you did. But I think I think that's a good game And I do I'm I'm like Mark I think a broth will go there with confidence You're looking at a broth side 28 games only lost three Part time team Dick Campbell What a job he's doing there I would love it for him To go and win the league I don't think I'll harm I think Kilmarnock Will be too strong in the end Yes it's a bit of a strange Saturday schedule wise We're focused on the lower leagues At 3 o'clock That's you up to speed On the team news From the championship Of course there are big games In Scottish League 1 And 2 as well The quarter finals Of the Scottish Cup Begin later on A 7.45 kick off Between Hearts And St Mirren Two of them tomorrow And then one finally On Monday night So we're a bit all over the place But we will manage I'm sure And like we do every Saturday At this stage of the show We're going to get a, a bit of a breather And get all the guys involved On looking back On the week's biggest stories We will do that next That's all protected The team with the biggest support In Glasgow and the West This is Clyde One Super Scoreboard the top team are out and about around the grounds Gordon DL, Mark Wilson and Hugh Keevans Are in the warmth of the studio Not only are we building up to today's league football We've got cup quarterfinals later We've got European action to reflect on And with that in mind That will probably tick the box of What was the week's biggest story Roger Hanna, we tend to do that at this stage on a Saturday And I don't think we have to look much further than Ibrox on Thursday yeah, quite an incredible 90 minutes of football, Gordon. I was actually, I was speaking to Chris Boyd, the former Rangers striker, after the game. His opening words to me were, that could have been 5-5. And he's not far wrong when you consider the other chances Rangers had. That was a, a golden chance for Conor Golton at the back post at the end of the game. You have to remember, three times Red Star had goals correctly, chalked off for offside by VAR. Alan McGregor makes a wonderful penalty save. Uh, they hit the crossbar in the second half. Um, they gave Rangers a test and it sounds daft with Rangers winning the, the first leg 3-0 um, I think Rangers will need to trade carefully in Belgrade on Thursday afternoon but surely that three goal cushion will see them through to, to a quarter final draw and I think Rangers supporters are already having a little peek to wonder where could be next in this adventure Before we even get to what will or won't happen in the next game David Freel it was just incredible Entertainment You know we sometimes forget That you, you look for that In football We get so caught up in, in looking for Results and success And failure And of course It was a successful night For Rangers But it was just It was just a mad game Of football There was so, there was so much action Gordon in the first 15 minutes You could have packed that In about three games With the goals And VAR And so much incident And you know I, I came away thinking Red Star are a really good side You know And Rangers are a good side as well You know Don't get me wrong But Red Star lost 3-0 But you still think to yourself They've got a lot of talent But I thought it was a great result for Scottish football, for Rangers, for Giovanni van Bronckhurst. Again, in Europe, gets tactics spot on. But for me, Gordon, it was based on a tremendous performance from Alan McGregor in goals. And up front, Alfredo Morelos scored one goal. But for me, one of his best performances for Rangers. I love the quote yesterday from Dragovic from Red Star. He said that he went to tackle him and he bounced five metres off him. I just thought he was brilliant and he set the tone for Rangers. And Alfredo Morelos, in that form, Rangers have a chance to get through here. How impressed have you been with Rangers in, in Europe, Hugh? Because... Thursday night is one thing But it, this is a continuation Of what's gone before as well Three seasons in a row Rangers under Stephen Gerrard 
And now Giovanni Van Bronckhurst have made it to the last 16 of Europe That in itself is an accomplishment I think they are already into uh, the next stage of the competition For the first time in 14 years I also put it into context in this way In two and a half games against Borussia Dortmund Second to Bayern Munich in the Bundesliga A favourite to win this competition In two and a half games against Borussia Dortmund and Red Star Belgrade Rangers have scored nine goals That's why I think And I'm choosing my words carefully And I'm inviting everyone to remember what I said And not what you think I said I think that Rangers have as good a chance as any team Left in the competition of winning the Europa League And I include Barcelona, West Ham United, Seville I think that Rangers are entitled to be thought of as every bit the potential winners of this tournament as any of those clubs. Yeah, I, I go along with what Hugh says and he's backed up with the fact of Rangers' performances. Dave Friel makes a great point there. I thought the 3-0 on Thursday night was terrific because of I looked at that team and I thought they're, they're a top, top team. They've got a lot of good players. Um I don't think the goals are finished. I do believe, like most people, that Rangers will go through. But I don't think the goals are finished. That team will definitely score. But what uh, makes it in favour of Rangers is because of the way they set up in Europe and away from home and Morelis in that sort of a form, Kent usually brilliant on the big nights as well, they will certainly score over there. So I think there will be too big an ask for Red Star Belgrade to turn it round and I just think it was a terrific performance and a terrific result for Rangers and Scotland And Roger Hanna the the big characters within the game on Thursday Giovanni Van Bronckhurst obviously because he's the manager this is a guy who a couple of weeks ago was getting a lot of criticism on this show Alan McGregor we had a lot of calls for him to be dropped Alfredo Morelos hasn't had a lot of criticism recently but certainly has at times this season um, so there was a lot of people who stepped up to the plate on Thursday night yeah, I think, Gordon, if you're going to have success at that level of European competition, you need your big players to turn up on games like Thursday. And all of Rangers' big players turned up. Tavernier's penalty, did, did he slip just as he took it? I mean, you're not going to get any closer into the, that corner of post and bar. It was a terrific penalty kick. Morelos, again, has scored in the Europa League. I think only Henrik Larsson and Klaas Jan Huntelaar have now scored more goals in the competition. In the history of the competition, than Alfredo Morelos. And Alan McGregor, 40 years young, the penalty save was terrific because the lads got it down in the corner. It's not the worst penalty you've ever seen taken. McGregor's got down and he's made the save. And you think the performances of the likes of Ryan Jank, the likes of Glenn Kamara, probably unheralded, they were terrific as well. All Rangers big players turned up. And they'll probably need to turn up again in Belgrade on Thursday. Let's hear what Giovanni van Bronckhorst made of it. A tough and demanding game. I think uh, there was uh, so much happening throughout the whole game, you know. And uh, but you know, of course, happy with uh, with the result. I think we played really well. Um, if you see the game, you 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 think maybe more goals were were in it, also for them. But uh, I think we did well. I think especially the second half was uh, was going uh, really well. We had to change. You know some tactics in in halftime, and I think uh, that worked out really well. So um, you know I'm really happy. You know uh, to to go to Belgrade next week, which is going to be hard. I think the same, uh, maybe harder than today. 
So, uh, but we have a we have a three goal difference we we take with us. But uh, you know this this tie isn't over yet. It's not over yet. David Field says Giovanni van Bronckhurst. I think most people would obviously agree with that. It's not over. Uh, is it close to being over? How close? I don't know if you want to put a percentage on it. That might be asking a lot of you. But how how close to being over is it? I think it's seventy five percent over for me. I, I don't think. I think Rangers are good enough tactically and defensively and had a great goalkeeper in Al McGregor to, to see out a 3-0 advantage. You know, Don't get me wrong, I agree with Gordon. I think Red Star probably will score over there, but they're going to have to leave themselves pretty open. And I did think off the ball, maybe they didn't track as well as they maybe could. You know, Some good, really, really talented players in the middle of the park, but I don't know if they wanted to do the dirty work going back the way. So I think there'll be space for Rangers for the likes of Kent, Aribo, Morelos to exploit. So I can see both teams score. I'm not saying Red Star won't win the game, but I, can see, I think Rangers will go through. I mean, Roger Hanna, the high of Dortmund when obviously that's knocking out one of the tournament favourites. Red Star then presumably aren't as as formidable as Dortmund were. So you can understand Rangers taking a bit of confidence into it. Did you see enough though from the Serbian side that they could cause some trouble next week? Yeah, I think they will cause trouble, but I tend to agree with David. Rangers look as if they're set up to hurt teams away from home on the counter-attack. Red Star, the onus, 3-0 down, the onus has to be that they charge at Rangers from the first whistle, and I think that will leave holes at the back. We know the away goal rule doesn't count anymore, but you could see Rangers, if they can score four in Dortmund, they can certainly score in Belgrade, and I think a goal or two would certainly put the tie away and have them looking towards the draw for the quarter-finals. How good was the penalty save, Hugh? Yeah, exceptional. Every penalty saved to an extent is good. We mentioned it last night. You're you're not fancied really to save them if you're a keeper, but in particular the, the manner of it. And I know we had calls from Celtic fans last yeah. night saying, "Are you sure he wasn't uh, off his line when it was taken?" Um, but it was some stop, wasn't it? I mean, anyone who has a go at McGregor and says his feet were off the line is clutching at straws. They're looking for some form of consolation because Rangers have won three nil. Uh, it's a Fantastic save And again it has to be seen In the context of the tie Overall Because if Red Star had Come away from Ibrooks with 3-1 Then 2 Leaves doubt in your mind A gap of 2 Leaves doubt in your mind But for me You asked David Friel About percentages He said 75% For me I think it's 100% over Because Rangers will score there and will score sufficient goals for Red Star to be incapable of overcoming the deficit. Did you like that bit of percussion in the Live background radio. there? As producer Callum <laughs> barges in the door, booted some sort of cardboard box <laughs> over, stumbled in in the background. You're right, you're in there, yeah, didn't yeah. You okay? Yeah. He's got his head down, he's embarrassed. Oh, yeah, uh, Mark, you may be wondering why I've not brought you in yet on. The game on Thursday night To be honest It's because I was looking for this It's your prediction From just before kickoff. <laughs> I think this could be a night Daz touching it earlier Patience he, He's totally right I think it will be tight I have to agree With Daz I think this one might end In a draw for Rangers But that doesn't mean It's it's a terrible result You're close uh, Almost uh, I did text you Gordon yeah. <laughs> Early into the game And say <laughs> Shows what we know On air 
we don't well, bring, I'm, don't I'm dragging you two down with it. me. Um, I, like it was an exceptional game. To be to, fair to me, watch, it could have been tight. As, it could as, have um, been tight, as Roger says, but it wasn't. Mark, but uh, you go from one failure exactly, yeah. to the next, exactly. with no loss of enthusiasm. Yeah, but, but not every time you're on the show, Hugh, yeah. you've got to have a breather somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> but really, like Rangers, when they had the big chances, they took them, and that's what's important on these nights to to take them when you get them. Morelos scoring again I mean he's he's almost unstoppable in Europe Kent a different player altogether in Europe and Roger touching it in these games you need your big players to constantly turn up and Rangers have had that across the season and going away from home I want to say the, the game is done and Rangers won't take it as done but when you look at their defensive record away from home in the tournament this year would they lose one at Lyon one at Sparta Prague one at Bronby two against Dortmund a very good Dortmund side you wouldn't see um Red Star Belgrade scoring more than three. And also even what, though they're a good side. Also what it tells me, Gordon, we can put this uh, you know, opinion to bed as McGregor finished. We had that with Rangers supporters coming on after he'd made a couple of mistakes and questioning is he the right man to be in goals and whatever. McGregor is a top class goalkeeper and I think the boys are right there talking about you go away from home Red Star Belgrade will probably score over there because they're a decent side they make opportunities but they've got a top class goalkeeper McGregor they will not score enough to get them through forget about going back as far as a couple of weeks ago when he makes that mistake for the goal that gets ruled out for offside before the penalty save there's possibly a bit of excitement if you like from those who are critical of him Manages to regroup That goal mm-hmm. doesn't stand Rightly By the way It's no debate to be had there And then produces the penalty save afterwards Yeah Top top, top players produce it in big moments And McGregor's one of those I kept saying every time someone come on the, the show Talking about and questioning him If I was playing in the, the most important game For Rangers in tomorrow McGregor would be my number one choice yeah. All day long Without doubt I wouldn't even question it And he's shown that And he showed it on Thursday night He's a top quality goalkeeper. Will he be there next year? I don't know. But just now, he is the best goalkeeper Rangers have got by a mile. I think there's an ageist argument here. Because he's 40, people say, ah, see? See what I mean? 40. Done. Over the hill. Now, goalkeepers of all ages make mistakes. He is with a high-profile club, therefore his mistakes are high-profile. But To be fair, he also didn't used to make mistakes. Many or any Is that not where people Have been coming from In recent weeks Whether well, it's right or not Well You know For every mistake That you bring up Whether it's the Motherwell game uh, Ross County You think back to Saves that are Only able to be described As incredible The Celtic game At Celtic Park He lost three But made Incredible saves On the night The penalty save Against Red Star It's the The, the tone that he sets that goal Or that attempt at goal From the penalty spot If it goes in Then All of a sudden We think of Belgrade In a, a different light 3-0 Is a much more positive Scoreline Than 3-1 And I I repeat I think It is 100% Over Mark The more you see the penalty save back The better it looks Yeah Freining Even this morning Freining I found strong. myself watching it again Yeah Strong hand And was that Roger says It wasn't the worst hit penalty He's ever seen It was it was a good penalty Needs a top goalkeeper To save that And divert it away Look McGregor Falls in line I think With, with Morelos and Kent In these situations In European games You can rely on him and, and he makes big saves At big times Because Hugh's right At that time in the game If that goes in 
the whole complexion of the game changes and the crowd maybe get a bit edgy and like I've been there loads of times when a European side score at home it affects the crowd and soon as he saves that it affects him in a good way you know and the Rangers fans then thrive off that I think the I think the most impressive thing about Rangers performance the other night uh, against Red Star was uh, I said that they had to be careful not to underestimate this team like they did in last year's competition. They had the heights of Borussia Dortmund and everything that that brought with it, the credit, the atmosphere. And I would have been easy to take your foot off the gas and perhaps underperform against a, a lesser team. But they didn't. They played, they went about the game the same way. And like I say, when you get your chances on these nights, you've got to take them. And Roger, this is serving as a... It's got an extra purpose for fans of Scottish football because we're we're seeing VAR in action and getting a taster of what it might be like uh, when it comes to our league. Rangers fans in particular are loving it and assuming that this will mean great things in the domestic setup if Europe's anything to go by. Well, it helps get the decisions right, Gordon. Um, you know, who's to see how many of those Red Star Belgrade goals may have counted on Thursday night had it not been for VAR. You know, they, they were all offside. They should not have counted. And the video assistant referee helped the officials get the decisions correct. So anything I think, you know, we've seen it with goal line technology before, anything that I think helps the officials get the decisions correct needs to be embraced. The referees want it. You know that yourself. You've been at Hamden. You've spoken to them. The refs want VAR in the country. Some of the clubs, some of the managers want VAR in the country. And I think now, as with so many things in the game, it will come down to the pounds, shillings and pence. And the clubs need a little bit of encouragement to pay the money to bring the system into Scottish football. But I do think it would be for the betterment of Scottish football. Do you know what? Sometimes professionally, and personally for that matter, you've just got to hold your hands up and and be honest. Uh You can try and lie You can try and style your way out of it You can try and make up an excuse Gordon DL just sort of gestured over to me Took my headphones off and he said Have you forgotten about Fraser? And Fraser the answer is yes (laughs) (laughs) There's nothing else to say That's not uncommon I can't defend it Fraser I just forgot about you And I hope you forgive me Are you there Fraser? I think I'm being punished for slagging producer Callum's gear last weekend. <laughs> I think I think I think that's what's happened here. Fraser, what's happened Fraser the, the PFA dinner, Fraser. That's when you get your revenge. <laughs> Tickets yeah, go. Absolutely, there's there's, uh, there's a line going through a number of names right at this moment. Yeah, yeah, I was going to say the, 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 the point will be what PFA dinner. I think yeah. at, at this point, no Fraser, uh, saving the best till last. That's all it is. You've got ten seconds. Sum it all up. <laughs> <laughs> Sum up the game. Brilliant, exciting, fantastic, great watch. Rangers will go through, but it'll be very very. Tricky in the early stages for them. I wasn't being totally serious. You can elaborate a bit more uh, if you want. Um, yeah, it was it was quite something, wasn't it? Hughes very confident about you know progression. David feels sort of similar. Where would you put yourself in between the two? Or I think I'm probably up beside David Friel I think the start of the game will be will be obviously be very important. We, we can sit here and talk about it, and but uh, Van Brockers has got to be very careful his players don't get carried away I don't think they will I think he'll probably play with three at the back will he start that way because remember after 15 minutes he had to change his formation because Red Star were playing through them the three goals I think Roger's talked about them being bad decisions I think they were actually all given by the linesman in yes, any case were, yeah. Bar just confirmed them so Rangers only got the benefit of the one bad decision a wee bit fortunate in my eyes I thought it was 50-50 the penalty and when you look at hitting the bar McGregor's performance how many times he got in behind the Rangers back three back four whatever they played I think there's a danger here. If Rangers lose a goal in the first 20 minutes or 25 minutes, with a crowd behind Red Star, they could get a bit of momentum. But uh, I do think Rangers will score, and I think they'll go through. And it's just great to watch every Thursday. You're watching Rangers just now. It's exciting football, exciting games, action at both ends. Fantastic.
That was great Stick us down for the dinner Fraser We'll get the suits looked out We'll see you soon That was Fraser at Hamilton Against Tim Fernand We'll speak to him again At the end of May uh, Right I think that's us Pretty much Let's go Oh you've got something to say Have you? I'll tell you what the dinner's like The day after <laughs> I'm sure it will be great Anyway uh, Let's take a breather there We're going to go back Around the grounds Because we've got a big afternoon In the Championship We're building up to Big Scottish Cup Quarter Finals As well And I'm sure There will be Lots more That just brings itself To the fore On a Saturday afternoon You never quite know What to expect We'll find out next The winning team All season long This is Clyde One Super Scoreboard Gordon DL, Mark Wilson, Hugh Keevens in the studio The top team all around the grounds Especially Fraser Wisher, best pundit My favourite pundit, I've always said that He's there, he's at Hamilton uh, And looking forward to his contribution later on I'll, I'll text you when the, the show. When, the, when the starter comes I'll text you and tell you what it is uh, Let's go back around the grounds then uh, We'll definitely save Fraser best to last um, At the Foy Stadium uh, Capolo, Roger Hanna Always interesting to assess the impact that games in hand can have Roger If you're an optimist You look at the table You just add on the three points for every game And you imagine where you could possibly end up For Thistle fans that, That's been the reality of it They've been playing catch up for quite some time they, they might get there They might get close They had a bit of a wobble uh, within those games in hand But they're still very much in contention Yeah they very much are I think the last week has really fueled the belief that they can do something in this championship chase because a couple of home games, you know, and they had to dig deep. They were into the last 10 minutes against both Inverness and Queen of the South before Kevin Holt came up with those goals. And it can be moments like that in the final analysis, Gordon, that can make all the difference. They've got a strong squad. They've added to it, you know, Juan Alegria coming in from the Angels on loan there a week or 10 days ago. You look at the bench today, they look as strong a squad and as well kitted out as, as anyone. You know, you touched on, Dave touched on their growth and the dream for our growth and a lot of times this season you know Dick Campbell's only had 14, 15, 16 players to select for maybe that makes their achievement all the more noteworthy but I think in this final run in when there are a lot of games Thistle have got a decent squad I think they're well placed to have a say in this championship chase and Morton's been a real interesting story hasn't it the appointment of Dougie Emery and how well it's gone uh, good stuff from friend of the show Steve McGowan in this morning's papers Roger Hanna talking to Dougie Emery about how he had you know, a big job lined up in in Romania, and the the betting uh, charge that was put against him sort of put the the block on that one. So it's been quite a, a fascinating time for him. It has been, he's done really well, manager of the month, some great results so far, you know, five wins and four draws, as I've said earlier on, in those opening 11 games, it's really been everything Dougie Emery could have hoped for, the challenge now is just to see it to the end of the season, to not get drawn back in to that relegation fight, and then get a summer to put his own stamp in it, and then see where he can take Morton next year. Uh, let's go back north Inverness against our both. now Dave Galloway, there are various Ways to measure the recent success of our growth And the way the club has grown Obviously league table A place in the Premiership would would top that off But I was reading this morning I think they're taking 300 fans uh, Up to Inverness today Now that's the type of attendance they used to get at home Never mind for a trip that far away Are they starting to make their way into your left? 
Yes, they are. Just looking in the end to my left, there's a, a healthy contingent. And uh, Dick Campbell, I, I actually saw him go over and uh, uh, speak to them earlier. So that's a, a lovely personal touch. And uh, they will be in, in fine form. They're far travelled. And, um, yeah, I think they will make a, a big difference. Um, there's a good number of Inverness Cali fans uh, coming into the ground as well. It'll be interesting to see if they do back uh, Billy Dodds's calls to, you know, turn the, the jeers into cheers because they have been getting on the on the players' backs, which was perhaps understandable, you know, because they've gone, like I mentioned earlier, 11 games um, without a, a victory. Re really amazing to see that Inverness, you know, they can't buy a win at the moment after coming out of the blocks um, so well. Um, as for our broth, well, people keep saying, oh, the bubble has to burst sometime. Well, it certainly hasn't yet, and they've really been grinding out important results of late, even when they haven't been playing particularly well, and they dug very deep indeed, didn't they, last weekend to beat uh, Dunfermline 1-0. Um, looking at this game, I think we can expect a very close contest. If you look at the three meetings between these two teams um, so far this season, a 1-0 win for each side with a 0-0 draw as well. So it should be a tight one. Dave Galloway was great. What about Caledonia blaring out mm, at the Caledonian yeah. Stadium, though? Mm. It won't Has work. that just been released? No, they're still rot. In Inverness. <laughs> the, the, the music won't work. They're still rot. Inspiring stuff. Dave Galloway's got a cracker there, though. Inverness, Cali Thistle against Arbroath. Let's go back to Queen of the South against Wraith Rovers and very much survival uh, on the minds of the home fans, I'm sure. And uh, again, interesting times there, David, with the. The managerial sacking and uh, Willie Gibson taking over on a, a player managing basis. Yeah, I never think player managing is very easy, Gordon. I'm not sure it works all the time, but by all accounts, you look at the results, Willie Gibson's clearly made his mark as a manager. And I think Ian McCall said the other day that Willie Gibson's still Queen's best player as well. Obviously, played against Partick. So, yeah, he's, he's taken to it like a duck to water, as I said. He's in the final, he's got a couple of wins that Queen's really, really needed. They're two points. Ahead of Dunfermline at the bottom as things stand right now. And I think maybe Hamilton, I think he'll be targeting try to catch Hamilton and Morton and, and Air United above him as well, knowing Willie. So, yeah, he's, he's had a really good start. But as for Wraith, as I touched on earlier, you know, in a real horror run, 11 league games without a win, stretching back so long. You just look at the, the table, 12 draws this season in 28 games, that's killed Wraith Rovers. You know, I think they'd even turned a couple of those into wins they'd be up there challenging. So I think you can see where their, their problem lies, probably scoring goals. Absolutely, let's go back to Hamilton Hamilton up against Dunfermline uh, Fraser, we talk about clubs that are too big to go down That sort of thing And it, it never really matters, does it? The league tables don't lie We've got Falkirk in League 1 at the moment And aren't finding it particularly easy uh, to get out of there It wasn't so long ago Dunfermline were in League 1 They're in the Championship at the moment Surely not a return there for, for the Pars fans They would be devastated at that Oh, absolutely devastated, and, and I think it's reaching a, a key period uh, for for the Pars. You know, 24 points, Queen of South in good form. They could easily beat Wraith Rovers, and, and all of a sudden the gap at the bottom's five from from even just the playoff place. But uh, I think that's why today's game is really, really important. I know Aki's play Queen of South in a couple of weeks here as well. So there's, there's key games coming up in this in this area. I think if Dunfermline are going to stay out, even in the playoffs, or even stay up, I think they're going to have to get something today. I think that. Uh, the, the results around them will, will dictate where Queen of the South go and they might end up in a, as a battle but uh, you always say that they're too good to go down and looking at their team as I said earlier good footballers good experienced players guys who played at the highest level but sometimes that just doesn't count and for Dunfermline I thought they'd be right up at the very top 
really looking for promotion to the playoff place, if not the championship. But it's been a disastrous season. And there's, we were talking about there, David was talking about uh, draws. There's a whole load of draws at the bottom end of this table. They've only won four games to the final this year, but drawn 12. And it's fine lines at this level because there's nothing much between the teams. And I, 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 I actually do think Dunfermline will win today. Talked to a few people around the pars. They said they played really well last week against our both, even though they lost. And they're coming here in good faith. Well, I think Dunfermline might just pinch this one. There is someone out there, I think it might be our very own Andy Halliday, who was asked to tip the winners of each division at the start of the season and went for Dunfermline. <laughs> <laughs> by, even by your standards, yeah, that yeah, would be yeah. quite spectacular to get it upside down. Um, our colleague Stephen Mill certainly hopes that won't be. I can't wait for Monday night case. when Andy Harley comes in. I'm sure in. it was him. I'm gonna. I'll have to double check, but I'm sure it was. Uh, as for Hamilton, Fraser, I saw you know planning for the future. Young striker Andrew Winter signed a new contract during the week, for instance. Given the start to the season they made, is this about just trying to secure safety in the next couple of weeks, accepting that you're not going to do great things this season and and try and go again in the future? Yeah, I think people that run hackies are fairly pragmatic. Uh, if they get relegated from the Premiership, has happened. They just re- reassess, reboot, and they try and bring through young players. But I have to say, looking at their team, you know, they've not got that many young players in their in their team. You know, they've gone for a bit more experience this year. You know, likes of Josh Mullins been around. He's on loan from Livingston. David Moyles was in the team for the last three or four years as well. Lewis Spence has been around the Premiership. So Popescu, Lawson, all experienced players as well. So again, I think they'll be looking for a a wee bit better. But I think. Hamilton are quite pragmatic I think they'd probably expect to be mid-table rather than down towards the bottom end of, of, the, of the table this year but if they were to get dragged into the relegation battle and I win for Dunfermline and maybe even a win for Queen of the South today drags not only Hamilton but Ayr and maybe even Morton into this battle at the bottom of the table and I think that's the real thing that Hamilton need to look out for a one or two wins in the next couple of games can get them safe but if they lose the next couple of games then all of a sudden they'll be dragged into this relegation battle so really fine lines Absolutely, looking forward to the championship card this afternoon If you're interested in the Six Nations 34 minutes gone in Rome, Italy 10, Scotland 12 Uh, So Gregor Townsend's men with a narrow lead As we approach the end of the first half in that one I think that's pretty much us All the pre-match talking is done Kick-off in the 3 o'clock games is next Scottish football's league leader This is Clyde One Super Scoreboard Hugh Keevans, Mark Wilson, Gordon DL in the studio The top team all around the grounds in the Championship today As we build up to the Scottish Cup quarter-finals a bit later on I actually got in touch with the power brokers at the SPFL and the Scottish FA And said, look, this lot are hopeless at predicting Premiership games So Uh can you just move the Cup to a bit later on Let's give them a crack at a fresh division And see how the Saturday ACA goes with the Championship See if you've got any more luck What are you going for? Four featured games I am going for the Fairmont to win at Hamilton, Arbroath to win at Inverness, Partick Thistle to win at Morton. That's three away so far. And Queen of the South will beat Wraith Rovers. I'll go for a draw at Hamilton to Fairmont. I think Arbroath will get the job done here against Inverness. Thistle will beat Morton and Wraith Rovers will beat QOS. I'm not far away for you, Mark. I'm going draw at Hamilton. I'm going draw at Inverness. I'm going... Draw at Morton And Ray Throvers to win See if Alex Ray was here Our old pal on a Saturday He wouldn't even have got his ACA out By the time his team Have conceded Nottingham Forest (laughs) 1 Reading nil inside the first minute They've been been working on the defensive shape this week He'll be taking that well (laughs) let me tell you Goal flashes With Aspire Industrial Services Leading the way in industrial and corporate branded workwear 
Right, looking forward to this We don't often get the chance to shine the spotlight on the lower leagues We will do it this afternoon And in some ways we've got the best of both worlds We've got one Scottish Cup quarter final this evening Hearts against St Mirren We've got two tomorrow Motherwell against Hibs Dundee against Rangers And then Monday night it is the Mark Wilson derby Dundee United against Celtic at Tannadice First goal in Scotland goes to Kelty Hearts That's a procession towards the title uh, They're one up on Albion Rovers Nathan Austin Inside the first minute uh, Speaking of which Are you going to go along to For Park tomorrow? Uh, yeah It's a fiver yeah. to get in Is it not or something? Uh, well a season ticket Because oh, you're you only get a season ticket That's right Cup game Because you'll, con- you'll get a concession now With no, three days away You're three days away Look Do you get money off For being 60? Don't, I'm not 60 Don't start that yeah. Do you? My, my Tinder or whatever Kinder whatever it is but <laughs> my, profi- my profile will not be looking that's, good yeah, That's an egg Still says 45 on no that de- for some no, reason No <laughs> yeah. debit swiping to What way do you go? Left, right, whatever way it goes What is he talking about? Okay. Just so Callum says right if you like them I wouldn't know All oh, right, I have no oh, idea but he you. apparently does Thank oh. you producer Callum um, um, but uh, Look at no, the confusion I, on Hugh I'm looking face. forward to it g- Look, we've not won in 2022 in the league the cup is a way forward I will be at Hamden as well For a semi-final A man of your standing In the community Can get a three day advance On a concession ticket By Wednesday You'll be legit You'll be fine Look I, I think I think the face days, The face it, is enough Just to get me In the front door He asked door. me How you go about Getting the concession ticket For the travel And it's been so long Since I got mine I thought <laughs> I can't remember. I can't ask the you that. You stopped spreading rumours. I'd phone my wife and say, "How did we get our tickets?" <laughs> you see the confusion on his face when you were talking about swiping right, right swiping yeah. left. Do you mean to tell me that wasn't what was going on at your empty last night? Not at all. Mm. My goodness, I cannot move on social media today without mentions of this. Everywhere, every time I refresh on the phone, people are saying. How was Hugh's empty? How is Hugh this morning? Is he okay after his empty? What was he doing? I've been sent images, things that. Uh-huh. Quite frankly, no man should see uh-huh. involving you. you. I think you guys have been photoshopped in as well. I, I've been photoshopped into some, oh, right, but okay. mostly Hugh. Do you want the truthful I, version I or the fantasy version? I don't even know how to describe this. So, <sighs> Hugh has been photoshopped next to. No, I can't. I just can't do it on this family show. Two Jim Duffy's basically. <laughs> Does that make sense? Yeah, you know where yeah. you're going with that. Uh, yeah. This yeah. this artist on Twitter has uh, Jim has Duffy's. duplicated Jim Duffy's face. I've also seen uh, Hugh Keevan's face in various places and sort of spinning round and playing little yeah. songs at the same time. It's it's been quite even. So how was the empty spill all? Well, I mean, I can give you the fantasy version how Kevin Bridges <sighs> came over and we spoke about the old days in Clyde Bank and they had champagne, but. It was. Uh, I can't believe that's the limit of your fantasy days. Have you had it? <laughs> <gonna be>. <laughs> that's not an empty mate. And they break <laughs> Al- Dad, take Alex. it away. <laughs> and they break Alex. Explain what an empty is. <laughs> the, tr- the, the truth is, I had um, an Italian ready meal. Ready meal, right? Okay. <laughs> Watch Doc Martin and went to bed. <laughs> Stop it, Doc Martin. <laughs> Stop it. Is that that's Martin Coins in it? Yeah. He sat next to me in a plane. He was reading his script for that, Doc Martin. Yeah. That's what you do for entertainment. 
Doc yeah. Martin on a Friday night. You could have watched anything. You could have done anything, and you went for Doc Martin on the telly. Gogglebox was on last night. You. Oh, hold on, I'm still thinking a bit more oh, exciting. Yeah, so, as, so as much I. as I like it, I, I'm I, thinking a bit right, more. I've undersold it there. Hugh will have a chat later. Yeah, yeah. You'll yeah. have a good. No, 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 you'll no, have no. a good Saturday. If there's one person that <laughs> should not lead them astray, <laughs> it is you. You'll have a good Saturday night. <laughs> but I'll tell you what. Let's get a bit of fun out of this, then, shall we? If you can't, if you can't get any fun out of it, let's try. After the string of accusations on Twitter last night about Hugh's empty, we want to know. If you could invite three people from the world of Scottish football to your empty, who are you bringing? And you need to tell me why. I'm looking for detail here, story. Have we got our first goal yeah, of the yeah. afternoon? I'll get to that in a second. This is more important, quite frankly. So send us a tweet at Clyde SSB. If you could pick anyone from the world of Scottish football, and I dare say some of you will just ignore that and just talk about other people as well. If you could pick anyone, which three people... Are you bringing to your empty? Put Hugh Keevens, Doc Martin, Friday night to shame. We've got two of these. Flashes with AspireGlasgow.com. Ah, oh, the fairy tale. You always need a baddie, and it's Inverness at the moment. They're 1 0 up against their bro. Five minutes on the clock. Corner bundled in. It was almost an own goal, I think, to begin with. Inverness eventually bundled over the line. Shane Sutherland with it, and Partick Thistle have taken the lead at Capelo as well. Kyle Turner, Alex Yakubiak. Uh, the creator Kyle Turner The finisher And we'll get two goals In the championship already Good for this though You know as I say They've got games in hand They are not out Of this promotion battle By any manner of means And uh, On the back of two Wins at oh home Oh my goodness What? Oh, this we should do The championship more often Goal flashes With AspireGlasgow.com Big goal This at the bottom Hamilton nailed them Fermlin won Call Donaldson John Hughes' men Bottom of the table As we kicked off today What a goal that could turn out to be At the end of this season The Pars are in front In Hamilton Well Hamilton Hamilton need to be careful Yeah Yeah. They do Get dragged into it If that remains the The scoreline throughout the day But just going back to the game We're watching Inverness's goal I mean Derek Gaston And and go for our bro He's had a very good season as well Yeah man. but he, he just gets caught under the ball So many bodies <laughs> round about him You've got to say The delivery for the corner kick In swinging is brilliant But you'd expect your goalkeeper To be stronger I love this on Twitter You know we asked uh, Inspired by Hugh Keevans <laughs> Empty Which three people From Scottish football Are you bringing to yours now I want I want thought there I want some maybe some stories Some, some insight Some imagination used uh, Producer Callum Has photoshopped Hugh onto <laughs> Do you remember that guy That went viral I think he was Australian they did not host some sort of party, but like, I don't know, thousands of people, hundreds of people came, yeah. trashed the house, ended up in the news. <laughs> yeah. I think he was a bit worse for wearing the news. Yeah. He had like, his, shirt, his jacket open, nipples pierced. <laughs> He's photoshopped his face uh, onto that guy. Remember him? It's a very good photoshop. If I almost like real Hugh. If I get around tonight, that's that. what you look like on Sunday, Hugh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so you can send your thoughts over there on Twitter. And speaking of Twitter, Hugh. The first half teaser With the scottishsun.co.uk Slash football For the best football news and opinion online I don't know if it was before or after Doc Martin you came up with this But let's hear it Since 2000 Only six managers have managed a team In the Scottish Cup final Or the Scottish League Cup final Who are not from the UK or Ireland Who are they? Since 2000 Only six managers Have taken charge of a team In the Scottish Cup final Or the Scottish League Cup final 
who aren't from the UK or Ireland. Name them. Very doable. Don't go Googling it. Don't spoil it because that's doable. That one at Clyde SSB. You need to send one tweet with all correct answers and you need to do it quicker than everyone else. So get thinking. Send them over at Clyde SSB and we'll see who the winner is in round about 30 minutes time. What a start to the afternoon it's been in the Championship. Dunfermline one up at Hamilton. Partick one up at Morton. And Inverness one up at home to Arbroath. So Queen of the South Wraith Rovers David Field The only man without a goal so far um, But of course the Championship started last night In quite some fashion mm. It was a mad game as well wasn't it? Well three up Killy were uh, Inside <laughs> to the first 25 minutes Air just fell apart Went down to 10 men into the bargain But strangely uh, They got a goal back just before half time And I thought they were the, the more dominant team In the second half And it was 10 v 11 But Big result for Derek McInnes Kilmarnock are on top And with our broth Currently a goal down Might turn out to be A very good weekend For Dell Strange thing about that game Was they brought Jack Baird on At half time mm. You know A defender for a striker Actually better Here No bad A big result for Kelly Yeah Yeah a Terrific result for Kelly There are big games down there uh, I used to love When uh, Kilmarnock came to town um, Good crowds Good atmosphere uh, Good record Against bro- them yeah. bro- didn't, didn't concede a goal um, and all your time How yeah. many games? Uh, four I think it was Did you? Yeah oh. um, I was tactical genius at that time and Part of the bus it sounds like <laughs> No no We won all games uh, Got them in the cup and stuff like that So yeah They had a great record I loved the games They were fantastic Good crowd Good excitement about them But Kilmarnock out, uh, out on top last night And uh, sitting there in the top of the league And it's been a good weekend so far With a broth Up at my favourite ground In Inverness uh, Leading Oh. Falkirk nil, Airdrie one. Kenny Miller won't be happy. Callum Smith put Airdrie in front a few moments ago. I, I reckon that by five o'clock, Kenny and Alegre will walk in that door. Shouldn't have. Always said when I was at breaking. Honestly, oh, when oh, I was in the touchline, we, 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 we didn't replace you in the studio when you you were coming home. That, that, that St Johnson game always sticks in my mind. When it was seven, I wonder. I need to get the podcast of that game to see what you were saying about me. Uh, there's a Scotsman scoring down the road. Barry Bannon, 10 minutes gone. Sheffield Wednesday 2, Cambridge United 0. First one was an own goal. Barry oh, Bannon two has added a second. We've got another one of these. Goal flashes with AspireGlasgow.com A goal celebrated every bit as much in Kilmarnock as it is in Inverness because Billy Dodd's men are now 2-0 up on Arbroath. Remember, Kilmarnock went top with that victory last night. Arbroath had the chance to respond this afternoon and it doesn't look like they're going to take it because with only 10 minutes minutes on the clock, sorry, Inverness are now 2-0 in front. Dick Campbell will not be happy. Well, neither will the 300 fans who have made the long journey from Mm. Arbroath to Inverness, but it's a fine finish. And it's a disastrous start And Derek McInnes can now Pop open a cold one Yeah, 300 fans up there But I can assure Dick That if he needs any protection Getting to the team bus The police up there are fantastic They helped me get out of Inverness once Speaking from experience It was Rhys McAleer with the goal by the way Former Motherwell youngster Got a great move down to Norwich He's playing on loan up at Inverness at the moment When you look at our growth this season And what they've conceded In the league But only 19 conceded well, they're certainly not playing like that in this first 11 minutes. They're wide open. Mm. And Inverness, been quite poor in recent weeks, are finding this easy. You got that clip of me saying just before the game that 
I think our broth will go up there and get the job done. Hugh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm taking your advice literally yeah. on the show. Yeah, listen, it sustained me for years. You're just own up to it and yeah. carry on. Uh, right, we are on Twitter at Clyde SSB asking for your answers to that first half teaser. Also asking you in a, a weekend that has seen some truly disturbing accusations about Hugh Keevens and what he gets up to when Mrs Keevens is away as she is this weekend. But asking you which three characters from Scottish football are you having to your empty and why? Send us a tweet at Clyde SSB. Some good answers coming in. TJ97 uh, says Willie Gibson, Andy Halliday and Willie Collum. And just let them finally have it out in the car park We oh, Willie could be the referee oh, yeah. Special guest referee like the wrestling <laughs> Willie call him in In between Halliday and Willie Gibson I like that um, He doesn't what, like uh, uh, Willie call him either uh, Alison is on Alison says Coisty, Neil McCann and Geo I can't say why it's a family show Love her eyes right, Better move on past that Don't you Do not say a word DL <laughs> Stop it Quiet uh, Pozog says Bruni for the daftness Mulgrew for the patter and Kyogo because he's a wee smiley cute person says <laughs> Bozo uh, yeah I'd, I'd have Mulgrew in there I've been to a few house parties with, with Charles he's, lively. he's a lively character yeah yeah remember a, a few of them you know he's always funny remember him turning up you? I, 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 a, a couple yeah he was he was at my, my boy's christening but I remember him turning up one night I think he had a, I don't know where he got it for a baby's nappy on his head we seen him walking by the window <laughs> And in Maybe he's true, true Charlie fashion He comes was, in and he's Was uh, a clean one Yeah it was a clean one So I don't know where he's Produced that for you But he was in good form When he got in there Whose house think was, was that him. sorry That was at Paddy McCourt's house uh, What a trio yeah, uh, I can, yeah, was, I can imagine was a good laugh you remember yeah. Charlie yeah, Do you know the thing is as well I can tell by that look in your eye There's another bit to that story Isn't there <laughs> well, You've realised that well, you can't went for, went You can't to, tell the next bit Good I just, to even see, better see, After that off. That was just I know this guy Yeah 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 Do you yeah. remember Charlie's acceptance speech When he won player Yeah, yeah. Please so don't it was, repeat that No it was I a can't long repeat it But <laughs> it, it was In the annals Of PFA Scotland history It was A much cherished moment For Fraser Wishart <sighs> Yeah um, Scott Kane says Frank McAvenny Gordon DL Alan McGregor That would turn into A very different type of party mm. Says Scott What else have we got on here Out of Jamie Jamie's a Jamie <laughs> Jamie's <laughs> He's buzzing Being held in that company He's buzzing Jamie's obviously A bit of a comedian So I'd have him to mind He says Hugh Keevan Roger Hanna And Mark Wilson Because I struggle to sleep I'd be catching those Zs in no time <laughs> Yeah 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 uh, Love that Okay uh, what else have we got PR says Ali McCoy's for his stories Morelos to find out How good his English Actually is Because I have my suspicions And Gordon DL Because he would show up Anyway to uh, To freeload off Our carryouts He says Well that's true I, I've uh, been known To do that oh, well, right. the, the woman at the garage At Canny's Burn Roundabout Told me that uh, Morelos come in And uh, his English Is perfect so there you are. an exclusive from Hugh Keevens. What does he, he do? Walk in, say, Can I get a daily record? The bottle I am brewing, a couple of sausage rolls. But then when he's in front of the media, he's yeah. Yeah. not having it. Yeah. yeah you would do that, wouldn't you? Stranraer won, Cowden Beath nil. Uh, Sean Burns, you must have had teammates who did that, Mark. What's that? Sort of played dumb to the whole. Naka Mura was Naka was the best one I've ever seen. It just. Uh, it, it, we had the rota. Who was up for the media So your name was always up there At the start of the week Which meant you had to go and see Hugh and all his mates On a, a Thursday or a Friday And Nakamura's name Never seemed to be up there And you guys must have wanted him All the time Yeah But he, he played great That when he speak English He'd done Japanese media of course But he was never up in the players house He never did. And then he would choose Who he would speak to So he would speak to me And 
and broken, very broken English, and he would understand me. But other people, he just wouldn't speak to. Yeah. Or, or he didn't understand, and little Maka, I've told Maka, Naka and Maka, that was his interpreter. Naka and Maka. Maka was the one, remember, I told you he was stuck in the goals while Naka fired free kicks at him. Every no. single day in training, he put How, his, interp- his interpreter in goals. Maka, the Could interpreter, they more of a challenge. Had an XXL, big rain jacket, <laughs> Celtic jacket, the the sleeves over over the hands. Well, that's good because if you don't have gloves, be, you, you put your sleeves over uh, your hands. And then anyway. he'd be standing, and, and we'd finish training <laughs> about half an hour. And Nakamura would have about ten balls, 10, 15 balls, and fire free kicks into the net while Maka tried just to save <laughs> just stood there and they're flying by him I was brilliant I told you I did an interview with Rio Hatati through his translator yeah and it was it was just weird to, because obviously like you think who am I looking at am I going to direct the question at yeah. Hatati or the translator and then vice versa and Hatati would sort of stare at me and he would like nod a few times and I thought oh, this is good he, he knows what I'm saying here but I think he was just being polite and then he would go back to the translator, right. back to me, and it was like snowing at Lennox Town at the time, and he was, uh, yeah, he just wanted to be gig. anywhere else. Yeah. Well, um, from my limited understanding of what was going on, a lovely film. Uh, um, was it Maka? It wasn't Maka the interpreter, was it? I don't know. I didn't ask his name. Is, no. is Maka still about here? I no, don't know. No, no, he lives in Edinburgh. No, it wasn't. Um, Great guy. Had a lot of time for Maka. <laughs> he must have <sighs> taken a load of rubbish. Try and track this guy down. Aye. We do that. I think, I think Who, Maka? Maka, the interpreter must have some great stories You would love by Maka's way. job, wouldn't you? Because you could come out there and You know, I, I would really like that I mean, You'd wind everybody up with that one. Oh, absolutely <laughs> could tell the player in The manager said You have to stand up front all game And not track back Well, have you seen that clip that emerged this week Of Ange Postacoglu He was on an Australian chat show, I think And he's in Japan, Hugh And yeah. he's ranting and raving have you seen it? No. He's ranting and raving at the referee. Interesting, because I've never seen him do that here yet. Yeah. So he's on the touchline, he's giving the referee what for, he's pointing, he's angry, and he's got a translator on the touchline who's right next to him, doing the same, <laughs> telling, telling the referee, that's not even the best bit. Ref comes over, books the translator. translator. <laughs> and Have you not seen this yet? No, it's been doing the great. rounds on social Ange, media this week. Ange would be my first guest if I had a proper empty. Because uh, I think he's a really, really interesting guy And there's a big sense of humour in there somewhere So I'd like to find out the real Ange So pull Ma- Imagine how many times he would call you mate yeah. In one oh, evening that's perfectly alright Especially when he get a few Four a, X's in him Yeah, he's a, de- he's a decent guy you, yeah, You'd enjoy I'd his like, company like yeah. I got to know him very well when yeah. I was over by <laughs> Did you ever go so, on a so night your, So what is your three Ange? Well, I'd take Bruni because he's unemployed now and he'd be needing a wee night. And, uh, <laughs> I'm we, sure he'd be delighted. <laughs> we you, could do, you and him watching Doc Martin. We could, we could discuss That's the years. That's a fight all day long <laughs> at the end of the night. And, get, and this is the week that you were outed oh. as a Rangers puppet yeah. on this show. So you'll need someone from the, the blue half of Glasgow as well. Who would your choice be? Is it McCoy? Is that just the standout? Oh, oh, oh. Soonest. Soonest, uh, for me... Of all the players and managers I've ever interviewed, he's top three. He is fantastic. Uh, so Ange, Bruni, and Sui. Okay, you're you bringing Charlie mm. with his with his nappy. I don't know what. Ah, you got Charlie. This is anyone well, Scottish I, football remember? Ah, uh, anyone. But I'll stick to the people who I knew I had a good night okay. with. Charlie right. Paddy and. Jim Goodwin was along those lines as well So we, right. we had a good few nights Jim as well, good on the guitar 
Yeah, well, good singer. Well, I was going to say there's yeah, always some music. absolute bore uh-huh. at these events. Who brings out the guitar and plays well, Wonderwall? You, you says bore about Jim, right. so oh, hopefully he's listening. listening. No, not not him in particular. But it sounded like you're accusing someone. him of being a bore. I, I, I'm, Isn't I, there? At his party, I'm thinking it's the host <laughs> that you're referring to there. Uh, I would certainly have uh, my old mucker Jock mixed there. I've got to have him. Well, you two used to live together, didn't yeah, you? So you, yeah, would, and you would know for We would get well. back to that competition that uh, he still holds a gold medal for. I would like to retaliate. The Iron Board champion of the <laughs> oh, Iron Sword. Board Olympics. I've heard uh, of yeah, this. This is yeah, disturbing. That was a fantastic. <laughs> and then obviously we What was br- the rules? Getting in the, the rules were quite simple. You just built the Iron Board up. You, had sure you to- can put it at different heights. heights. Like, yeah, incremental. Yeah, yeah. So it's like a I'm, high jump. I'm a modern man. I know how to So iron. you had to go over backwards. It's a high you, jump over the over the iron yeah, board. You, you had to go so over after you've had there. a few oh, scoops. Yeah, you so, were just jumping yeah. over. No, so you had to go over backwards and you get Fosbury pl- flop. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's dangerous. Flop. You had to land obviously on the couch, or it's going to be a sore one. You couldn't touch the iron board, um, and you <laughs> well, also you didn't want to, to be fair. <laughs> you also get points for, let's say, style if the back was really bent and the head was back and stuff like that so um, and then we could, we used to sit and brush up in his best man speech because he, he was my best man in Edinburgh I didn't see my wife for four days after the speech I thank him very much for in the long run but uh, he was he <laughs> was he was, was, was incredible to live with Jock is that it then? No one else just wants to do it. Just me, John. This is, this is no longer an, an empty. This is just 1995. <laughs> <laughs> this is the old days kicking back. Oh. That is men behaving badly. Used oh, to. That's what I, that sounds I, we, like. We, we, had to, we had to go our separate ways. It was going to end, <laughs> it was going like to end it. badly. Uh, you missed one. Speaking of which, what a moment for you and Jock McStay and Ironing Board Olympics. Guess who's scored? Goal flashes. With AspireGlasgow.com Yes, that's right. Wraith Rovers are one up at Queen of the South. Poplatnik on 21 minutes. And um, not been a, a great recent time of it for Wraith, but they are in front in Dumfries. You'll be over the ironing board in celebration, oh, I'm sure. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I've got to say that's uh, going to be... A, I fancied Wraith today. Um, I think, the, obviously, they're not in great form. Uh, they've had their problems of late, uh, but they're a good football inside. They're good to watch. I'm sure Dave Freel will, will back me up at that at half time and full time. Uh, John McGlynn, lovely guy. Got a lot of time for him, a lot of time for the whole club. So good to see them uh, taking the lead there. Midway point of the first half, Hugh. Let's check in on the question. Okay. Since uh, 2000, only six managers have been in charge of a team in the Scottish Cup final or the Scottish League Cup final who aren't from the UK or Ireland since 2000 six managers have taken charge of a team in the Scottish Cup oh. final or the Scottish League Cup final and they weren't from the UK or Ireland who are they? Quite a few people are very close here um, Murphy has gone for Paul Le Guin No he's, he's only there 31 games at Rangers so. He's gone for Daniel Stendel. Nope other than that, Murphy's got some good answers. I can see Scott Mickle giving it a good goal. Mike KKP is on there. Paul Briars as well. Some good answers coming in, I must say. Um, by the way, most people are either getting them all or are very, very close. I'm struggling to find too many more <laughs> wrong answers. This is incredible. Mark Anderson's got a couple. Uh, Ivano Bonetti. No, no, not there And Mixu Patalainen No Okay, uh-huh. keep your guesses coming at Clyde SSB There's still time to get yeah. yourself involved 
One uh, of Daz's ones up Over there Mitchell. we're also asking Who you're having to your empty After Hugh oh, Keevans The accusations that were getting thrown about <laughs> Around this guy last night Wow Incredible Do you not even get a takeaway Hugh When you get an empty No A, a ready meal no, I have the slobs guide To the weekend alone But you and know you can phone food in You don't even need to microwave it That but Where's the fun in that Really <laughs> Is that the entertainment <laughs> <laughs> Pressing <laughs> the buttons <laughs> on the micro <laughs> When you can try to work out what do you press now? Uh, yes, yeah, a, a, a true adventure. Yeah. See how it comes out. Because <laughs> it, it used to be that I was left with the food in the microwave and told, don't touch anything. Just press start. Do not touch anything. <laughs> and that's, but now I'm allowed to kind of fiddle with it a wee bit. Yeah, wow. Yeah. yeah. That's, it's all happening for the experience. For sugar. That is adventurous I must say I'm having a good bit of fun With that on Twitter You can tweet us there At Clyde SSB Give us your guest list And um, Let us know Obviously some of them I can't read out That's Part Understandable of isn't it Yep mm-hmm. On a Saturday afternoon What about back school When you had an empty sometimes I mean I was I was uh, My family I was a good child My sister was the She was a, oh, really? the worst one, one So I think my mum and dad was away. though in, in like your older years uh, we in did, the last we 10 years I've, on, I've certainly we discussed right. on last week's show that you got to like 25 you're mm. model professional no yep. alcohol and then pff, yep. Yep. downhill yep. from yep. there oh, so um, I've, I've given it a good go growing up your sister years. was the <laughs> <laughs> she was I she was she was the wild child I so when my mum and dad used to go on holiday or whatever and I was getting kind of babysitted I was still at that teenage year she was busy wrecking the house with, with loads of people around And mm. then she would Discard of the evidence But my mum and dad thought To check the wheelie bin Oh yeah, yeah <laughs> So yeah. it was always full on I had one step ahead I'll, yeah. I'll keep it I won't out the guy I feel like it's been unfair And I'm not sure this is this was A big party as such But I, I think A friend of My sister There is a captain In the Scottish Premiership who was sick on my football boots In oh. my house one night There we go And it was Ooh. nothing to do with me So he was a friend of my Sister's boyfriend yeah. Turned up Bit worse for wear Front step My copas are sitting at the front step He spewed on them <laughs> He plays in the Scottish Premiership <laughs> That's the I know who it is I'll leave him nameless at the moment Aye. Hold on We've got one of these Goal flashes With AspireGlasgow.com Hamilton Ackies have equalised against Dunfermline. It's David Moyo. Roger Hanna was telling us earlier about the the, co- the core, if you like, or lots of players in that Hamilton team who've been there in the top flight. He's one of them, and he scored what could be a crucial equaliser. Hamilton won, Dunfermline won. Well, they needed that, Hamilton, because like yeah. I said earlier, if, if Dunfermline continued long into the game, still ahead, then it puts a wee bit of pressure, sucks Hamilton in. Ugh, like I, I had that one down for a draw. I'm still... Mm-hmm. Backing myself It's one of my only right predictions this week When your sister was wrecking the joint w- 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 Were your mother and father actually away? Oh they were away Yeah if They went away a few weekends She took every mm-hmm. opportunity she could get Or they were sitting in the ups van outside <laughs> she, also lives, she also lives in Chicago Does she not? So you're She's using, almost certainly not listening So you've got this opportunity uh, Just uh, to we, slaughter her We gave our youngest a house for a party Now come back And I could see A door hanging off Before I got to the garden gate. <laughs> Given your DIY oh. skills or not? No. Great. So, and then we got in, and some degenerate <laughs> asked me. <laughs> he said, "Who? He said, who are you, mate?" <laughs> oh no, he didn't. In your own house. I said, "Who am I?" 
<laughs> Who am I? Hi, I'm a uh, specky tube. <laughs> yeah. So somebody please tell me I'm forgotten. 30, 30 seconds later, all the degenerates were making their way up the garden path. Did you spoil path. the party? Threw the lot out. Ah, oh, typical. Ah, oh, oh, shug. And now this is the guy who watches Doc Martin and a friend. At Scotland International, Jacob Brown has scored for Stoke. Yeah. One oh, that was in there. Peterborough. That cost you. That cost you. That cost me. Yeah. No, the wee lad from St. Man cost me. I still forgot oh, Morgan. Morgan. Yeah. The boy the other night here on Thursday. Did you hear Peter? I, I did. Yes. Oh, he was one of the quickest. Yeah. Yeah. Heard tonight. He was good. Really good yeah. But the Dazzler was good though. Five four. You. I was yeah. unfortunate. I just get caught up with Lewis Morgan. As a broth must. Oh, penalty kick is it? No, that can't be a penalty kick. Stonewaller. Just falling over. They've also the hit the, the, up anyway. They've also hit the post, so they're have they're two down. They're rubbish. They've hit the post and that they're getting no penalty. Yeah, it's not going to plan for our both at the moment. Um, Barrington Chesterfield. I don't know if this is a a compliment or mm. Barrington needs to get out more. He says he would invite me, you, and Mark Wilson for a quiz. <laughs> <laughs> Quite like the sound of uh, that I'm honoured and oh, privileged Seriously Quiz You're Is it Barrington his name is? Yes Oh catch yourself I think you'd man. be better at the quiz With a few in you Do you think I think, so? I think well, you would Could be worse Yeah 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 uh, uh, It'd certainly be entertaining Cove Rangers won Clyde Nell Mitch Meganson On 30 minutes I like the style here of Helen Helen says Michael Higdon because uh, any Motherwell fan knows he loves a party <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He certainly does uh, Ali McCoy for a good story And Colin Hendry to get rid of the unwanted guest Because who's going to back talk Braveheart oh. Quite right mm. You see that picture he put on the social media this week Our old pal Braveheart yeah. Way back in the day when he's got the ginger hair Oh didn't he see it? Oh he looks looking formidable Like oh, Hamish yeah. Yeah. Braveheart yeah, Absolutely and he yeah. the tartan suit it, it, it was incredible What a time eh, to be Called yeah. Braveheart when the film came yeah. out and he was he had the whole lot he had the whole look didn't he favourite summer Braveheart did you ever play against him does Colin I don't think I did no this guy Braveheart was winning the Premier League in the mid 90s mm. down, down in England you're talking about didn't no. even watch no, the, I just saw I, I, he didn't, I didn't even watch the Coca-Cola Cup final I didn't play against Blackburn Braveheart Chelsea's and, and, and Nappy Mulgrew were the best bits of the summertime in Euro 2020 <laughs> Nappy Mulgrew's one liner yeah, and, uh, that 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 and, will live. And Colin Hendry kicking you yeah, every time yeah. Scotland misplaced that. And bat. I said to producer Carl, "You can sit somewhere else other than beside <laughs> Braveheart." I loved how he turned up in shorts though to yeah, do the like show. That, yeah. yeah, fairly casual. Scotland I thought he was going to be as well. I like that. suited and booted, yeah. but he was he was laid back. He was a great guy. One of my mates came to the the live show that we did at Drygate and is haunted still to this day because he was. In the, the bathroom next to Braveheart That's that's not why he was haunted not, Nothing like that He just He called him Braveheart He's like alright Braveheart And then he just oh. said he, he just hears it Playing over in his head Like why did I do that <laughs> the, What's wrong with oh, me Yes sweetheart uh, I think Big Colin likes it though Doesn't he Yeah he loves it He yeah, plays on so. it He plays on it He, he loves it And quite, quite Quite rightly So Four I would for Nil Sterling Albion One Akil Francis On 32 minutes Putting Sterling Albion uh, In front there at Station Park um, RW wants Dick Campbell Alan McGregor And the Dazzler What a trio You're, yes, getting, a few like sh- you're getting a few mentions here Well I, I, I'm good company uh, I've got to say I'm entertaining When I'm away from I disagree I, Super I, scoreboard lads I think lads. it's all a front I, th- I, f- I just Oh no I, can, I think I, the bravado I'm, I'm good at the parties Yeah I'm seeing through that Especially the ones After weddings And engagement parties I'll tell parties. you about them yesterday Honestly You know that we just what the, the, do the laziest 
most selfish guy <laughs> on this planet. Oh. Sounds like him. Like would oh. not would not even add ten percent effort if it was to benefit someone else. Yeah. So what Thursday night I left my house keys in his car. Mistake straight I couldn't get into my, my, my house When I got home Obviously my wife was in But dealing with the baby I'm standing banging the door But I don't want to ring the doorbell Because I don't want to wake the baby up I'm outside freezing cold for ages Anyway I phone him Can you check That my car keys are in your car Yes They're in the car Right I said, mm. I'll get them tomorrow So yesterday I phone him in the morning I'm going to come by and get the keys No I'm not in <laughs> Right I'll try later on then I'll try when I'm on my way to work So I phone him on my way to the show Four o'clock He in the house now He says Uh huh Yep I said great I'll come down for my keys <sighs> can you not just get them tomorrow? I said, no, I can't Because I've got my fob on them And I need to get into work They're my Can you not just give me my key? I'm going to come to your house You don't need to do anything yeah. oh, but My knee, I'm, I'm up in the flat I'll tell you what oh. I'll throw them out the window <laughs> Come to the window And I'll throw them out He lives in the fourth floor So I'm standing there Opposite the civic centre in my <laughs> And I don't actually know which window it is Because I've never darkened the door. I have no desire oh, to go into his house whatsoever. It's a cave. Um, I've been I've been in the general area, but I've got no desire to ever go in. Uh, so I'm thinking, I don't even know if I'm at the right side here. And he's phoning opposite the looking onto the civic centre. Oh, just so, tell everybody where I live, would you? <laughs> right, <that's fine>. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm standing in the street next to he appears out the window. That's ridiculous. That's ridiculous. It's a par four, and the trucks are like. Is there not a blue plaque out? Uh, the Dazzler lives here. Uh, what, what were you up to? That you icing, couldn't get icing his knee. Up see if I hear about this knee if, one more time. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Do you believe that that's what he was doing? Because I don't know. I was fizzling. Whatever fizzling. Fizzling. I don't for a second. Well, hold on a minute. Is it is it not the case of? Gordon should have ran up the stairs and and, and jumped the door and got them. No, you you've drove away with his keys. I didn't. He's keeping your house. Left them, I left them. Yeah, but that sums you up. Hundred percent believe that <laughs> really story from start to finish. I'd well, have loved it to have been something else. So lazy. I was no, just waiting. On the, I was just waiting. On the, <laughs> go go go. The key snapping of my fob oh, or something yeah. snapping at the bottom. But yeah, we got it in the got it in the end. Anyway, there is actually some football on this afternoon, believe it or not. Harry Milne of Cove has been sent off. They're 1-0 up, but he's now gone 35 minutes. That's early, isn't it? We don't get many as as early as that, but Cove's still leading. They're cruising. They're cruising. I know Airdrie's behind them and still hanging on to them, but I was listening to Paul Hartley through the week there, and the long-term plan for Cove, is that a five-year plan to get to the Championship? Well, they've certainly smashed that easily, but they, you've got to see them... What they can pay players in that neck of the woods and experienced players at that certainly helped them all. A five year plan to get to the championship. They do not have a plan to get to the premiership. I, I think it only I think it was only championship. This is phase mentioned. one of the plan. Yeah, yeah. I'll tell you what though, it has been a, a crucial sending off, it must have led to this because Ali Love has slotted a penalty for Clyde. And they are now level. Cove Rangers won Clyde 1. Uh, maybe they're not cruising it. I'm having a shocker this week. Well, you've just got to learn to keep it quiet. Nod your head and go for it. I'm watching this game up here. I'm, I'm so jealous of Dave Galloway sitting up there at um, Inverness watching this. Fantastic. Nice day for it. I yeah, must say. end to end football, really exciting. Uh, two goals to talk about in the, in, in the half time so far. Dick Campbell be desperate to get a goal back. I'd love to hear him at half time with his uh, defenders and his goalkeeper. I don't think he'll be too pleased. He's getting a few nods to turn up at people's empties here. He is. Who, Dave? 
No, it's not Dave Galloway, don't be silly Dick Campbell Imagine Dave turning over your door <laughs> You'd be like, sorry Dave, the party was yesterday <laughs> The wimpies in the corner, mate Alright, Daz, I'm away for a wimpy, that's what you're saying This is why no one leaves this studio to, to go to the loo or to get a coffee In case you're slaughtered while you're away Jimmy Bird Jonas has put Kelty to up. They are romping him up. <laughs> <laughs> you have to say. Yeah, yeah. Kevin Thompson's side yeah, flank. I'll be in overs and a bit of bother, I have to say. Cowden Beef, they're bottom of League Two, aren't they, at the moment? Um, I just wonder. Because now there is that trap door that you somehow avoided oh. um, <clears> when <throat> you were uh, breaking. Yeah. Uh, who was I reading today as one ah, of the, the Oldland League? Bonnie Rig. Bonnie Rig. Bonnie Rig. Yeah. Won it a couple of weeks ago. That's yeah. right. Yeah. Uh, the beat was at Cumbernauld to secure it, and that's with Celtic B and, uh, and Rangers in there as well. So, no, it'll be. It's always fascinating those playoff games when it comes to the end because when you finish in that bottom of uh, League so Two, so where would Cowden Beath go? Lowland or, or up the high? Oh, they're right on the divide. I it's think. It's not always Did he as get simple as that. What, what happened with Brecon? So, uh, hi to let you in and. A discussion I had Breakin Were hoping to put their case across If the worst happened That they would be able to play In the Lowland League Now That was the The <coughs> thinking Because Those games in the Highland League A lot of travelling Probably less crowds When you looked at the Lowland League It was a lot more attractive Especially when Celtic and Rangers Are in there now And they will and be it, again By the way Yeah Yeah, uh, yeah Read that Remember today. it was meant to be A one season thing yeah. Funny that it's never going to be a one season <laughs> thing it But it got rejected um, So I think Breakin were sort of on that line as well But I think Cowdenbeath will be the Lowland Right we need a geography expert to tell us What's more northerly Cowdenbeath oh, Or Breakin I know, I know yeah, uh, Breakin break all day long is, is more northerly than Cowdenbeath All day long there yeah, Of course go. it is in fact you know that's, that's, not that's not even close That's not even close He knows that naked woods Don't yeah. you? Yeah, that's not close. Yeah. Why no, are you no. doubting that? I thought you said it was. No, no, be... I knew. No, no. I'm just saying that the two of them may have the same argument, but Cowdenbeath will, will be in the Lowland League. I'm pretty sure they will be. You think Celtic Rangers are getting anything out of this Lowland League experiment? I've seen. The I, case don't, I don't mean finance. I mean uh, anything. Better happening. quality of football. Yeah. Um, no, I've seen the case for Alex Lowry, for instance, playing there every week, and it has had a bit of a sniff in the first team. Well, quite a sniff actually. Leon King. To an extent, um, it's real. That, that it's real the, football. That would be the positive of it. Yeah, um, real football for the, the young kids. The the detractors would say that it's just a way for you know Rangers and Celtic to stockpile players, and why can't Alex Lowry or, or Leon King go on loan to Falkirk or Clyde or whoever and play thirty six games in competitive football? So yeah, there there are a few different sides to that argument. I think it benefits them I really do Just the match day experience we, we talked about this at the time The match day experience on a Saturday I was never a fan of this um, Teams coming up from uh, England And playing the occasional friendly You know you'd find these teams coming up And playing You know they, they play against Aberdeen At Breakings ground And they'd shift and play like One of the Dundee sides And, uh, and go out And that was the only real challenges These kids were getting But I think the the whole thing about competing in a league and I know they can't come up but you just can't beat playing this Saturday three o'clock yeah I agree I, I think it's uh, worthwhile um, I think the competition's better I think there's some good teams in the Lowland League I think there's teams that spend money bring good experienced players in so, so it's good for them 
then is it good for MDLs? Is it good for for Scottish football as a whole? Because that's quite important. Yeah, I, I, listen. It's all about um, how the Rangers and Celtics see it. Uh, you're right, Gordon. No, oh, that's can, what I'm saying. It's not you, though. <laughs> you could look at the other side of it and say, is it better in going out and loan? Uh, they're playing with their own clubs. They're getting the the, the match day experience, as Mark rightly says. Oh, well, again, there. you've you've yeah. covered that. Yeah. Celtic and Rangers like it. They wanted it. They yeah. like it. They they will think it is beneficial. I I, I think I think I, is it for good other for clubs, other people. Yeah, I think it is. Uh, I think it gives it a good profile. The, the Lowland League that Celtic Rangers are sending their, their youth players out there, or their backup players, or reserve players, whatever you want to call them, um, they probably get a little bit more onto the the, the gate. Um, I'm not saying the packed stadiums out. I'm not saying that by any means, but I think a lot of people in the area would go along. For instance, if they're playing East Kilbride, you get more on the gate than you normally would if Rangers and Celtic appear. Um, so I think if you ask the Lowland teams I think they'd be quite happy See for the them. opposition players as well right, See if you, you say you're, you played against a Dembele or a Lowry or, you know, And where these kids are going to eventually end up I think they, they like that I think they like testing themselves against these sides I, like, I think they like the big almost production that comes with Celtic and Rangers you know, And getting a, getting a, a look at it actually in the flesh over the other side of the pitch Even things like warm-ups and how these professionals go about their business I think they can benefit from it and I know if I was a player I'd much rather play against mm. that kind of set up and, and players on the way up than guys who are mm. retiring or, or, or just playing part time Yeah, RW says I've watched a bit of the Rangers B team they try to play as the first team do I feel like the players playing in these formations etc it's easier for them to progress into the first team I think that's the plan like I said I don't yeah. think there's any doubt Celtic and Rangers they, they like it Well there's talk of uh, Charlie McCann for example possibly getting some game time for Rangers at Dens Park did the media yesterday didn't he Um, that that is sometimes quite telling especially when it's someone from from left field like that you know it's not uncommon say I don't know Scott Arfield rocks up does the media doesn't mean he he automatically plays the next day but if you're going to make a point of putting a young player up for your pre-match press conference it certainly does suggest so Lowry I think is a terrific player in the making Uh, I haven't seen Charlie McCann but uh, uh, I look forward to seeing him tomorrow Shall we do the uh, the teaser? Yeah, we yeah. could do. Dick Campbell's been booked, I think, over. <laughs> yeah, he has. Uh, at Inverness. <laughs> yeah, let's round this off well we can, Hugh. The first half teaser with the ScottishSun.co.uk/slash/football for the best football news and opinion online. Since 2000, only six managers have taken charge of a team in the Scottish Cup final or the Scottish League Cup final, and they were not from the UK or Ireland. They are Paulo Sergio, Valdas Ivanowskis, Ebi Skovdal, Dick Advoca, Ange Postacoglu, and Ronnie Dyla. Good list that, well done if you got it right Loads of you did, there was a really high standard there But the winners are KP in third place Well done KP Scott1984 was second fastest And the winner was Paul Byers Well done to you Paul, let's see if you three Can compete on the Who Am I Which we will do in the second half Surprisingly The best pundit at Who Am I For me, at the moment, is Gordon DL I don't know how he does it Because he's hopeless at Beat the Pundit Thinks Japan's in Europe mm-hmm. Thinks the United States of Arab is a country Thinks mm-hmm. Barry Bannon is a double-barreled name But when it comes to the who am I Very good He's just that. got the knack of it And yeah. it's not like You can't really Google that it's Even 
the speed that you're getting at, I'm not even sure people are texting you the answers, so yeah, I'm, I'd I'm impressed de- with it. I would delight it if I could Google that and as quickly as I can, but I've got a wee bit of pressure on today. Well, let me tell you the, 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 the amount of information to be absorbed. You, you practically need to write down this question, but we shall see. Yeah, that's quite something. I'm just having a look at it. Good luck in the second half. <laughs> uh, Cove Rangers down to 10 men, but 2 1 in front. Fraser Fivey. This is a guy who was involved in. An FA Cup winning Wigan side mm. And he's now playing for Cove Rangers They're 2-1 up on Clyde Fraser 5-8 Which tells you, the, tells you the wages are good Tell you what Hugh He strolls it at that level It looks so easy Or that might have just been against my Well team. I was going to say uh, I think that's maybe uh, part of it <laughs> but a Good player Still a good player Finn Russell's just converted For Scotland So 10-33-10 to Scotland over there in Rome Why are Italy still in this Three points in the bag Six nations Are they now getting launched out? Did I read something? Swap them for South Africa Did I hear read that? Some some sort of rumour South Africa Italy's it Are they they bombing it? I'm not entirely sure that's confirmed Um, I feel that's a bit Bad for the Italians they bring a lot to the they're, rugby They're dropping into the Lowland League They're the Lowland League <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So it's a good away day isn't it yeah. Out in Rome oh. Aye we're going to miss that one They don't have any players with nappies on their heads So they're not, they're not <laughs> No really. character No uh, What have we got there on the, the empty front Scott McGowan wants Stevie Lawless and Stuart Bannigan and Alfredo Morelos So Scott McGowan must be a Thistle fan There must be a link there He wants to watch Banzo and Stevie argue about their assists for each other This must be an ongoing thing and watch Morelos look even more confused than he usually does. Uh, Paul says Martin O'Neill, Bertie Ald, and Hugh McIlvanny would be a tremendous oh, mix. Oh my goodness, you'd buy a ticket for that. <laughs> but, uh, Martin, yeah. Uh, Hughie, and who's the top one? Bertie. Me, Bertie. I, I, do you know something? I would put Martin O'Neill in there. I remember sitting beside him at Sea Mill before a cup game, and he was honestly the best I've ever listened to talk about football and the stories and. Clough and uh-huh. I was just fantastic. Yeah, he actually done me that night, and I was a bit disappointed. But all credit to him. <laughs> Did he even know who you are, or yeah, were you just a random was, who? No, no, had shuffled he, up beside he, him. He was like, won a ticket to the table. <laughs> yeah. he, he, he says, like, Rob, he says <laughs> like Shane in here. Move over, Daz. You sit down here, son. And we had a good chat tactically um, before the games, and both of us. Imagine him moving the salt shaker around yeah, to Martin. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Celtic did beat Kilmarnock that night in the Saturday Night Scottish Cup, and we beat Dundee United. At Great minds just coming yeah, together. Just two two Sh- guys sharing two, of knowledge. Two footballing football guys. Men. Yeah. yeah. Uh, all right. Half time on that note at Capolo Roger Hanna. Half time, Morton nil, Partick Thistle won the Jags heading away to the Porta Cabin in the far side of Capolo. Very content with the first half join. They took the lead after just five minutes. Alec Yakubiak had already had flashed a drive over the, the bar after just a couple of minutes. He made progress down the left this time. Cross beat everybody and then reached at the back post by Kyle Turner to just tap it over the line for the opening goal. Morton's response has been good. They have had the better of the chances since then. Gavin Rayleigh had a deflected shot held by Jags keeper Jamie Snedden after a good pass by Jamie Brandon in eight minutes. Then at the other end, Alan Lithgow got away with one. I made a hash of a headed clearance and goalkeeper Jack Hamilton had to bail him out and deny Jakubiak a second goal. Soon they were back in the front foot though, the host Ross Docker to the Jags skipper having a head off the line from an Ian Wilson back post header in 12 minutes. Lithgow then heading over the top from a long throw by Lewis Strap after 14 minutes. And four minutes later it was Bruce Lyons' turn to have an effort and goal with a turning shot from 20 yards held low down to his left by Snedden. 
The Jags trying just to push forward again, but not really threatening Hamilton in the Morton goal. A couple of bookies just before the break. The home skipper, Kel Jacobs, for taking down Brian Graham. And then teammate Wilson for a foul on goal scorer Turner. It's his effort early on that separates the teams at the break. Morton nil, Partick Thistle 1. It's also half-time in Inverness, Dave Galloway. Inverness 2 are both nil at the interval. And what a dream start for Inverness. They went ahead in the sixth minute. The visiting defence didn't deal with a corner kick into a busy box. And Sutherland eventually tapped home. Five minutes later, it was 2-0. A lovely passing move. And McAleer's fine, composed finish found the bottom corner. You could see the confidence surging through the Cali team. But the Red Lichties almost pulled a goal back with McKenna's long-range drive hitting the post. The visitors were coming right right back into things and Jack Hamilton went down in the box however the flag was up for offside play was swinging from end to end but the visitors looked the more dangerous side having recovered well from that really dreadful start Jack Hamilton rose very well indeed to meet a corner kick late in the first half as they tried to really turn the screw turn the pressure up but his header was cleared away next goal in this game could be pivotal to the eventual outcome at the interval though Inverness 2 Let's go to Hamilton and speak to Fraser Wishart. Hamilton Aki's won, did Fenland Athletic, one and a half that started really promisingly. Some good football with both sides. Pars ahead early, they hit the bar, Aki's equalised. A controversial goal, but the last 20 minutes of the half, very little happened. Six minute, a brilliant opener for Dan Fenland. Unlikely type of goal from centre back called Donald. He won the ball at 35 yards out, broke forward. And as Hamilton Aki's defence backed off, he killed a brilliant right foot shot high into Ryan Fulton's top left-hand corner. And Fenland got a real lift from that goal and we're in top. Stephen Lawless hit the bar with a left foot shot from the edge of the box and that brought a few boos from the Aki's fans. But Aki's did respond. First effort and goal, 17 minutes. David Moyle was just wide, a 20-yard shot. But all in all, Dan very comfortable in the first 25 minutes on top. But that was until Aki's equalised in the 26th minute. Kai Kennedy did well in the left-hand side, got to the byline, just chipped and hung across right under the crossbar. David Moyo jumped to the goalkeeper Jakob Stolarczyk. The ball ended up in the net off Moyo. It looked like a foul to me and to the Dunfermline supporters who were furious. But I thought the goalkeeper should also have done better and been a bit stronger. But in the end, Greg Aiken gave the goal and Aki's had a spell of possession. Mullen hit the wall with a free kick from 18 yards, but no other real chances were created in that spell. Moyo goal had knocked the stuffing out of uh, Dunfermline after that bright start. And it went a threat to Fulton's goal and the game's quality had really just dropped from that stage. The film left back, Josh Edwards was making good progress through and a few good crosses on the left and no takers. And then he made really good ground into the penalty box on a break and he looked to have been fouled. There's definitely contact. There's a penalty and not was up to Greg Aitken, but Greg Aitken unbelievably yellow carded the fullback for diving. One of very many strange decisions from Greg Aitken who was roundly booed by the Dunfermline fans at halftime. Game in the balance here. Both sides pretty cautious so far. It might just take one moment of brilliance to decide this match. Hamilton, Aki's won. Dunfermline won at halftime. Halftime at Palmerston, Queen of the South against Wraith Rovers. David Friel. Halftime, Gordon, Queen of the South nil. Wraith Rovers won. And Matej Poplatnik's sixth goal of the season has put Wraith in course for a first league win in three months. John McGlynn's side started well. Jamie Gullen was unlucky with a free kick in the third minute. But Queensland was a really good chance in their first attack. Alex Cooper raced down the left and his cutback was perfect for Shea Gordon. The goal was gaping, but he sent his shot wide from 12 yards. They threw an attacking line-up out. There's a few players missing, but Aidan Connolly's shot was saved by Josh Ray. 
but the Queen's keeper was then beaten as Paplatnik fired with a head in 21 minutes. Ray made a save from Gullen's volley, but the Slovenian striker then scored at the second attempt. Ray had a decent value for the lead at that point, but Queen should really have equalised before the break. And as Cameron headed over after a mix-up, and the striker then shot straight at Jamie McDonald after a penalty claim was turned down. Half-time at Palmerston, Queen of the South nil, Ray Rovers won. And that is you up to speed then on the halftime reports from the Championship. We'll do a full roundup of the scores next.